Welcome. It is the Ski Bum Podcast, and it is just your pal Brian today. What's going on? It's been a crazy couple of weeks here. We've had some really good snow up in the Northeast recently. This podcast, we actually did one of our special in the car, driving around, recapping our trip podcast with both myself and my wife, Andrea, because we were on a special media trip up at Killington, Vermont. And it was great because it was hosted by Ski Vermont. And we got to see some of our, our old pals up there. And we got to meet with Mike Salamano, who is the head of Killington. And he kind of walked us through this whole new approved village proposal that Killington has been talking about. Allegedly, one of the attendees said, since 1967, which uh, pretty sure is before just about all of our podcast listeners were born. Long time in the making, 50 plus years, finally got approved. We got some details. It was a fun chat in the car with me and Andrea. We've done a couple of these already. I think this is probably our third one at this point. And they all seem to be driving back from Vermont. And to give you a little behind the scenes info, we were joking while we were on this trip, because it was just the two of us. We got away for a couple nights. We got someone to watch our children, which, you know, as a parent, if you have young kids and you get someone to watch your little monsters for a couple days, it's it's like being, you know, it's like winning an all-inclusive trip to Tahiti or something for a month if you don't have kids. But yeah, these two nights were, were, were great. It just, it's one of those things we talked about where like, you know, we're going to pay for this like dearly when we get back and oh we paid we paid dearly we had a vomiting child less than 3 hours from when we got home stomach viruses fevers like everything we we have been hit with everything in the week since we've been back it's just been awful all of us so you pay the piper my friends one way or another but it was an awesome trip we had some great skiing probably the best skiing we had all year. And the week before that, I actually hit up just me solo up at Bel Air in New York. And I'd never skied Bel Air before. And they just gotten two plus feet. And that was, uh, that, that had been the best day of the year for me until I got up to Killington, which was the new best day. So getting those days in mid to late March is pretty special. So we lucked out. The Miracle March, shout out to Rich from All About Apre because, you know, we did have a big, Pray for Pow, the end of February, and it seems to have worked. So you're welcome, everyone in the Northeast, everyone out West, like, I don't know, what do you have, seven, eight, nine, 12,000 feet at this point of snow. So you guys are good. You'll have some water in the summer. It's good times for everybody. So I just want to give everyone a big thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. Check us out, skibumpodcast.com. We're on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, untapped at Podcast. Send us an email, skibumpodcast at gmail.com. If you dig the show and you want to help us out, come be a patron. Patreon.com slash skibumpodcast. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash skibumpodcast. Check it out. We have a couple different levels there. We're going to figure out how we're going to, uh, how we're going to reward the different levels a little bit better right now. Our rewards are not amazing. I'll tell you that right now. But we're going to step this up. This is one of our big projects for the summer into next ski season is to to clean that up a bit, make it a little more desirable. So you guys are going to hopefully want to help and, and support us in that regard. And we do appreciate that. Also, big, big thank you to our sponsor, Teresia, T-E-R-R-A-C-E-A.com. Teresia, they are the premium cold weather solutions. Their mission is to create best-in-class apparel that can be worn in any cold temperature environment designed with thoughtful features and fit and always providing the optimum level of performance for whatever you are doing. They also fully believe in the idea that good products can always be made better and strive to constantly improve, refine, and optimize all facets of their products. Go to their website, teresia.com. Use the code T-E-R-R-A-C-E-A-B-U-M, 15% off. Thank you, Teresia. 
you know what? There's not going to be any sort of ski news. There's no app rate today. We're just getting right into it. We're getting right into the main topic. This is Andrea and myself talking about our trip to Killington, Vermont, and to hear about their plans for this new Six Peaks Village. So check it out. And we're doing another special episode of In the Car with Brian and Andrea. So Andrea, welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. It has been a hot minute since you and I have done a podcast together in the car, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, been a while. I, I believe the last time was when we left Killington in December of 2021. Oh my gosh. And we have just left Killington, but it is March of 2023. <laughs> much has changed much has stayed the same we just got are leaving got not getting back we haven't gotten back we're getting back at this point we've halfway driven home at this point we had a wonderful media trip through the folks at ski vermont at killington today and somehow all the stars were in alignment because we had great weather, we had great conditions, and we were able to get an extra day on Monday, the 20th, of skiing. And I got to tell you, it was two of the best ski days I've had all season by far. And Andrea, I know it was your best two days of the season because it was your only two days skiing without little children draped on yeah. you. Yeah, first day skiing with poles, not on a bunny hill. <laughs> Not in slush in Pennsylvania. Right. So this came out a few weeks ago. The folks from Ski Vermont set up a media day. And it was Tuesday the 21st, March 21st in Killington. Which is kind of interesting because this week also is when a lot of the ski media is out in Big Sky, Montana. Because this is the week of the big U.S. ski and snowboard Hall of Fame events that are going on. And if things worked out amazingly, perfectly the way I wanted, we would be out there for that event. But unfortunately, we could not make that happen. There were so many cool things you could do there. It was, you know, ski with Scott Schmidt at the Yellowstone Club, and ski with Bodie Miller at Big Sky. But of course, even though it was a NASJA event, there was no real deals. It's like, oh, you're still spending 500 bucks a person to ski with Scotchman or you know, 380 to ski with Bodie Miller. I'm sure worth its weight in gold, worth the price of admission, but not really something that was financially doable at this point in time. So it was really cool that this Killington event showed up and partially because of myself and Rich from All About Apre, our prayers for POW that we had back at the end of February seem to be answered. So if you're in the Northeast and you have enjoyed some of this wonderful snow we've gotten over the last month, maybe a little tip of the cap to myself and Rich because we had a little bit of a, a part in that. So you're welcome, folks. We're not, not going to say it wasn't you. Exactly. You <laughs> cannot prove that it wasn't us. And it's impossible to prove that it was us. So ipso facto, kind of us. <laughs> Beautiful snow up there. So again, it was a Killington Ski Vermont event. It was awesome. Now, we were up there, like I said, back in December of 2021. Much has stayed the same. We kind of talked about a lot about COVID pre and post we were up there on that uh, last ski in the car uh, or interview in the car podcast that we did. This time, the biggest change, I guess, was the fact that the K1 Lodge is now open. And just last week, the town of Killington approved the going forward in building the village, which we found out today was first discussed in 1967 <laughs> by uh, a nice lady, Karen, who I forget her last name. I don't remember. She's actually wrote a book about Killington. Like she's been up there since the 70s. What a so nice lady, though. Very nice lady. Yeah. Super legit. She's She's been there for a long time. I've seen a lot of changes, but 
it, the village is finally a go. The, the big thing was a, uh, they had to redo the access road to put the water in so they could get it up to all the businesses and the residences and up to the mountain. Finally approved going forward. We'll get more into that later. That's going to be the biggest part of this conversation because we got to hear from Mike Salamano, who's the head of Killington, and Michael Snaden, I think is his name. I think so, yeah. Who is in charge, or he's the gentleman from was it Golf? Let me see. Great Golf. Great Golf, who is the building partner that they have been working with since 2018 to create the plan, to do the research, to get the costs for the village itself. So we get to hear from both of them, which is really cool. So we got a nice inside scoop about some of the details that are going into the village. Because this is kind of hot off the press of stuff. They just went through it last week. So we'll get into that. First off, Killington. We made our way up there. And weather-wise, we really lucked out. It was weird because this is a... This is always a big party weekend up in the ski hills, too. You never know if you're, like, booking something in January or February. You never really know what mid to late March is going to look like. But St. Patrick's Day was Friday. Weather wasn't too great. There was some rain. It was warm on Saturday. We got up Sunday night. We got up there. We were in the teens. So it was cold, which was great for the snow, obviously. Refreeze everything. A little bit icy. But... What was great is that they were still running the guns on Superstar, and I think a few, was there a few other trails they were doing it, or was it just Superstar? I think there may be one other one that we saw, Yeah. but I don't remember the name of it, uh, but they ran the guns on Superstar the whole time. The whole time on yeah. Monday, which was, which was cool. So the conditions on Superstar were out of this world mid-winter conditions because they're you know they're blowing all the snow if you know Superstar one of the things they do there at Killington is that's that's kind of the main snowmaking spot for them and you know they call it the Killington Glacier because they do blow so much stuff on the skier's left side of the hill they're going to use that snow they're going to cat it out as long as they can into you know May, June sometime even July depending on the conditions so they're blowing it, and with the wind, it was a little bit windy up there, so the wind is taking it off to the other side, to the woods. Conditions, phenomenal. I mean, the mogul runs, because yesterday, Monday, what was it, maybe like 35 degrees for the high? For the high 37, yeah. possibly. Sunny. Bluebird day. Sunny. Blowing snow. Tremendous. I mean, Superstar was by far the run. And it, everyone you talk to, whenever you, reach, you know, talk to someone on the lifts or in the lodges, that's what everyone was saying. was just how was giddy about it, yeah. Giddy. <laughs> like, Superstar was by far the best. The condition it's in, tremendous. That mountain ops that at the Killington, like, they are, they are second to none for snowmaking. The, the work they do is unreal. So that was cool. We haven't been up there, I think, since that December trip, right? 2021? Gosh, has it really been that long? To Killington, I think so. Wow. So, again, the big change, I mean, not much changed on the mountain, but big change was the, the K-1 Lodge, which finally opened too much fanfare around the time of the World Cup going, um, going down back in November. And... You gotta give credit where credit is due. It is super impressive. I mean, it really has that very open layout, big cafeteria down at the bottom. We got like a, a beer and coffee bar, also like right next to the food. Then they have their they have fireplace, obviously, which you're always gonna have in a ski resort. And then on the second floor, which I guess is technically the third floor, depending where you come in, is the real first floor. Is access from the parking lot that has retail, ticket sales, and that kind of stuff. And the main floor, which is the cafeteria. Top floor, they have a great bar and another fireplace. Very wide open, lots of windows. You can see, you know, you're looking right out at Superstar. You're looking up the K-1 gondola. 
so nice. Like it really is like a top notch job they did. And it kind of like the, the outside of it, it really blends into the mountain nice. You know, it doesn't want to like stick out like a sore thumb look. Yeah, it's got that very Vermonty industrial feel. Maybe industrial isn't the right word. Do you have a better word? Um, you know, it's funny because we start, we entered the building from the parking lot side and the first thing I saw, you know, were the escalators going up to the main room. And I thought, yes. oh, this is, you know, it's, well, because it's all brand new, it's clean, it, it you know, it, it kind of gave a bit of a, a European lodge feel to it with all of the tables and the way they had their fireplace and... A lot of the wood, wood yeah, paneling. Yeah, a lot of that. Um, but it was, I think it was more clean. I think the maybe the word you're looking for is clean. Yeah, I wouldn't say industrial. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. not the word I'm looking for. It was, yeah, clean, very alpine mountain-y looking. Yeah, I'd say that's a good description. Yeah. And I gotta tell you, the food... It was great. It was very good. Yeah. We enjoyed it. I had a bison burger, which had bacon sauteed onions and mushrooms on it. I didn't love the bread that they used. It looks like Texas toast for the outside, but you know what? What are you going to do? <laughs> I just kind of didn't eat that. Ate the burger and the onions and the bacon. Yeah. You had that, that pretty cool salad, right? Like, because they, they had oh, like a yeah. whole... you can make your own salad, and I kind of stayed around the soup and salad station, and it was like this Thai red chili... Which was awesome, too. thing. It was really good, Yeah. Yeah, they had a bunch of different stations. They had a you know, brick oven station for pizzas. They had sandwiches. They had the grill where I got my burger, the salad thing, Andrew, you got yours. They had a bunch of different soups. Yeah. And one thing you notice, too, is there's so many, like, all the employees were, like, happy. Mm-hmm. Everybody was very friendly. It was very happy. At Killington, you know, everybody has their opinions about Killington. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I get it. Obviously. They seem to be doing a lot of things right at this time. In terms of the people they have in place, one of the things that they talked about today regarding uh, you know, the village, they were talking about employee housing. And they actually have 450 beds right now for employees. One question I wish you would ask is how many employees do they have? Yeah. You know? One thing we noticed, too, is most of the lifties are from Jamaica. That's so it was funny. I was I was talking to at at the APRE today. I was talking to a couple of the girls working behind the, the food, the food counter. And they were from the Philippines. So I, was, I, I used to live in Singapore as a kid, went to high school out there. And so I was I was talking to them about Asia and traveling around and um just getting to talk to them about their experiences here. And they said, you know, yeah, a lot of the people, the lifties are from Jamaica, you know, the islands, um, people that have never skied before. So Killington will actually give them free lessons, which is amazing. That's an incentive to kind of get out there and try it for the first time. And, you know, they have nothing to lose. And then uh, the employee housing um, they were saying that they, in particular, they stay at um, in a building that used to be a hotel, and now they're kind of like condos, but they're on the cheap. So, you know, I mean, these are all really, they're young. They're in their early 20s or uh, mid-20s, you know, and they're... So you can bunk it. Yeah, you can <laughs> totally have a roomie, and it'll be cheap, and you can travel the world, whatever company they're working for that, that does all this. Um, but it was interesting. They loved it. They were very happy, like Brian said. Yeah, they were super friendly, too. I mean, you know, I was, uh, you know, they, like Andrea mentioned, they, they set up a uh, Ski Vermont and Killington set up uh, an Apre event for us today for the media crew. So they had it like this little private area on the top floor of the new K1 Lodge. And they had a whole, almost like a cocktail hour at a wedding <laughs> set up for us. A little smaller. <laughs> a little bit smaller. But they had, you know, 
pulled pork sliders and crab cakes and these weird little delicious French donuts and chocolate sauce, (laughs) fruit, yogurts. I mean, it was really awesome. And, you know, the girls working behind the counter, they were like, oh, we heard you guys had a late lunch. So if you weren't hungry, we got a bunch of to-go cartons so you can take them with you on the ride home. Like, so thoughtful. So, thoughtful. so nice. We've now, got some crab cakes and sliders to break into. <laughs> as soon as we finish this podcast, yes. that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be eating crab cakes. Like the proper highfalutin ski bums that we are. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they, uh, the employee has thing was cool. And one of the, the, the stories, because, you know, Killington has all this lore behind it. And uh, we learned a bit more of the lore on our little tour, our guided tour today. And they mentioned that Green Mountain College, which is a college up there, and they have a hospitality program. At one point, I forget if it was like the 80s, maybe, they were going to build like a campus on like on the access road at Killington. And they were they were working on um, they built out dorms there. And eventually it became a, a hotel, but the hotel, maybe it was any condos, and the, the funding dried up, and it was kind of sitting there. So Killington actually bought that dorm-style building, and I think it's, what, 200 beds, they said? Yeah. So like 200 beds, and they use that for employee housing now, which is really cool. So they're finding all these ways to, um, to kind of help their employees, to, to make it a better experience for them. But we're also chatting with a, a young man named Brian, who's in the marketing department there, and he goes to Castleton. This is college or university, yeah, which is based in um, I think the town of Castleton, right around by Killington. And they have a whole their their whole thing too is the um, you know, hotel restaurant management hospitality. He's in a three year program, and he's been working at Killington those three years. So you get a bachelor's degree in three years and you, being part of this program, you get to go work at Killington, get paid while also getting the experience that can get you a job at the resort once you graduate. I mean, what an absolutely amazing program. And he was saying that a lot of the folks who teach at the university are also people who work at Killington. How many days did he say he got in? 80 He's up to 80 days <laughs> on the snow this season. Which That's why you do it. Oh, so awesome. But like he said, I think he said two of his professors are the, are the only ones who aren't currently working in a job. Like a, like a real full-time job. Um, so all these folks that are teaching are the ones who are doing the things that you're going to do. And hopefully you're going to do when you graduate. So you're getting real, real experienced folks teaching you what you're going to need to learn. I mean, nothing worse than someone who's been like in a university for like 20 years, 30 years, who speaks theoretically about everything. You know, like those people don't know, and they don't know crap. They knew something, they learned something 30 years ago, and they've held on to it for that long. And that's what they're going to wax poetic about and, and take as as gospel. We all know how you feel about universities now. Um, yeah, it's all just, a lot of it is a joke. A lot of it is uh, people's egos, people who had an idea or belief system or sold a book you know, 30 years ago about a certain subject and have never changed their views because it'll it'll hurt their ego too much and it'll make them feel like they wasted their time and their life. So, total side note, sidebar for Castleton, if you want to live it up in Vermont or Killington or any ski resort job and you're a young fella, young lady, and you want to get into that industry... You should look at Castleton. You could do worse. Everybody seems super happy. He also pointed out how many people working right now that were at this event through Killington were graduates of the program, which was really cool. So it shows that it works. Everyone that we looked at, that he pointed out to, had a huge smile on their face. <laughs> they were all working in different areas, different parts of the marketing department, moving up, trying different roles, because yeah, they're doing so much there at the resort that they have to keep hiring people and filling new roles. So really, really nice to hear. So that was part of our day too. Um, what else we can talk about here? Like we were to, we talk more about the ski. What is this do not doing backing down the highway? Oh my God. I mean, some people just have no clue. 
Some people just have no clue. Why would you go backwards on the highway? Just go to the next exit. Just go to the next exit and get off. <laughs> just on the So the skiing. Yeah. Let's talk more about the skiing. Yeah. Because it was so great. Would you feel, do you feel like yesterday was the better day? Um, probably. I got a little bit slushy towards the end of the day today, but you know what? Both of them, B plus today, A yesterday. Mm. What would you say? Yeah, I'd agree. I, like, I've always said my perfect temperature is like 28, 29 degrees. The, the snow stays the way it's supposed to stay. It's sunny and 29. Yeah. That's perfect. So yesterday, <laughs> it was fun because, again, it's a Monday that we ski. And, man, once you start skiing midweek, you're like, I can't go back to skiing on the weekends with all the, all the animals. <laughs> but one thing about Mondays you got to realize that not everything is going to be open. Like, there's a bunch of lifts that were not open yesterday. And I know they, they always, the, uh, the needles eye lift there in the Sky Peak section, that one never runs, which is kind of annoying because there's so many fun runs up there. Uh, oh, what is it? Oh, what's the name of the one up top there? It's not Conclusion. Panic button. Panic button. That's Panic. next to Conclusion. Is it? Isn't it? it? it I be. think I have to bring up the map. I think <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Panic button, channel, conclusion, like that stuff is all right over there. And that run yesterday, I mean, it's just, it's a black, it's steep. It's got kind of like those ridges down there so you can get a little, a little airborne if you're going fast enough. It was just, it was so much fun. It was beautiful. <laughs> we hung out over there for a little bit. And it's funny because I wanted to do the Dream Maker the head wall there because shout out to our friend Mike over at Teresia. <laughs> Found out that he was uh, ACL over there on that on that mountain, and uh, I wanted to avenge him as much as I could. I wanted to go do it for Mike, so Mike, I did that for you. I went down there, I avenged it. I know it's not going to mean anything when you go for surgery on Thursday, but what you know, we're thinking of you. We're up there, so I went down there, and we were supposed to meet up at the Sky Peak Gondola. But you sort of went a different direction. <laughs> yeah. And you headed over towards Superstar. Which was serendipity because Superstar, like we mentioned, was absolutely in the best shape. It was the run of the day, both today and Monday, yesterday. <clears throat> and one thing I hadn't done in a long time, which I only did, I think, once, was the woods next to Superstar. And it's funny because we were, we were doing it a couple times and we were doing the bumps there down by the um, Preston's Pitch, which was, again, they were beautiful. They were soft. They were, so they were blowing a lot of snow. It was going over there. They were in great shape. And I saw a couple guys duck in at a certain point and, and ski the, the, the woods there. So I was being a bit of a chicken. I'm like, I'm going to ski these bumps and go to the bottom. And I was waiting for you. And as I'm waiting for you, those guys popped out of the woods and they stopped. They're like, hey, man, we saw you kind of like thinking about going in there. He's like, do it. It's awesome. And I was like, you sold me. So I went in. Next run, of course, I went in there. And, you know, it's it's, it's daunting sometimes because you don't know what to expect. Because I have pulled in there once. That was like six years ago. Everything was nicely spaced out. That's what he told me. He's like, There's not, it's not really moguled out. It's all spaced out. You can, you can do it. If you can ski Superstar, you can do it. And it was great. And I did it. And <laughs> you I met up with you after. And what was what was my response? And you're like, how was it? <laughs> I've never seen you so... Well, I think you were waiting... <laughs> well, just the way you wanted to just convey how awesome it was. You were just so overly excited. You were like, it was awesome. Just like, could not have been more animated. <laughs> that said, you heard a lot of grown-ass men going, woohoo, yeah, yesterday and today. Like, there was a lot of them. Well, you know, I just, I'm not as quick as I used to be. And I'm trying to take it a little easier with the kids, you know. I just worry that I'm going to grab my... Classic yeah. um, excuse. Well, you know, I but I went in there with you. You did. I did the top part, and then I ducked out. But I went back onto the moguls because they were so soft. They were, they were beautiful. 
spaced out just, just the right way. Yeah. You could duck out if you needed to. Yeah. And they were in great shape. That said, that second time we went down and you, I saw you duck out, I kept going. Yeah. And I don't know what happened, but I had such a, a funky crash. Like, I don't know if I just missed a turn. I was all of a sudden fell down and was going down backwards. <laughs> I was like, what What the hell just happened? Like, I, have, I have no idea what happened. I just missed something. I was going too fast. I went down. And it was like a gulch. And I was like just going down. I'm like, oh, God, how am I going to stop? <laughs> and luckily, I just got my skis tuned. And I will tell you, if you're at Killington and you want to get your skis tuned, Black Dog Sports. They do such a great job. They are so nice. Reasonable prices. I dropped them off Sunday night at 6.30. They had them ready Monday morning. Those guys, huge, huge, huge shout out to Black Dog Sports. And they did a beautiful job. We were flying the last two days. Wax and tune. Shout out. Thank you, Black Dogs. Anyway. Luckily, yeah, they caught and I stopped. My pole was like way up the, the gulch. Luckily, someone was coming down and was able to, you know, chuck my uh, my pole over to me. But it kind of shook me for a second. I was like, whoa, what the hell did I do? So we actually broke for lunch right after that, which is good. Did a couple more runs. We, we, I think we almost closed out the place at four yesterday because we had a late start in the morning due to other unforeseen circumstances. Oh, Let me tell you. God. So as we also mentioned, this is our first time away skiing together since December of 2021. Little kids, life, it's tough to get away sometimes. It was the most peak and valley two hours, I think, of our life, perhaps, of our relationship, of having kids. Monday morning, I was, you know, working with the folks at Killington. And again, shout out to Crystal at Killington. She is so awesome and she was so helpful and getting us some lift tickets for Monday. She sent over, because everything now is touchless. You got to do it all online. So she sent me over some codes to put in. So I got to pick up the passes at the little kiosk there. Send me over the passes. I go to put them in so we can get our lift tickets. When I checked out, I was using a different email address than the one I originally set up like seven years ago. So I go to reset my password. It's like, or put in a password like, oh, we already have this info for a different account. So you got to use that account. And I had to reset my password. I did that. I go to put those codes in again. They're like, oh, these codes are already in your cart. You can't add them again. I look at my cart. My cart is empty. I cannot put these codes in. I have no codes. And I was like freaking out at this point. At the same time that this is happening, Andrea here, we got a text from my mom who's watching our kids who's like, hey, drop Benjamin off at school. Everything's great. As I'm putting in our codes, we get a call from said school. Um, Benjamin is throwing up and has to get picked up. I'm like, what the hell? Like, we got two days away. Like, that's it. We got a puking kid now. God damn it, that Chuck E. Cheese birthday party this past weekend. <laughs> Just like everything was, was, was falling apart. I'm like, do we have to go back home? What's going on? Is he really sick? <sighs> so luckily my you know Omar was able to go and pick up Benjamin he wasn't feeling well he threw up I'd take a nap was feeling better I reach out to Crystal I'm bugging this poor lady what's what she like seven months pregnant eight yeah, months pregnant at least <laughs> she has this event planned for Tuesday I'm texting her leaving her voicemails like this is Brian I need my lift tickets I can't figure this out like just uh, <laughs> just problems just it was such a like the hour, hour and a half from 9 to 10.30 <laughs> Monday morning was just sheer chaos. We might have had, had to pay for, for breakfast. We were yeah, the, 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 <laughs> we bought a hotel room that had breakfast included. They're like, oh, we're going to have to charge you 20 bucks a person for breakfast. And I assure you, this breakfast was not worth $20 <laughs> per person. Not even close. Not even 20 bucks combined. Yeah. A couple eggs, a couple sausages. Settle down now. <laughs> I don't know if I should mention the hotel name. They're affiliated with Hilton somehow. I have no idea how. But it was said today by someone else, independent of us, that they lipstick on a pig that place big time. And I cannot agree more. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com if you want me to send you the email about where you should maybe avoid staying. I don't know. 
it wasn't that bad. It was bad, but it was, I don't know. I don't know. What, what would you yeah, say? I'd probably, if there were other options, I would choose them. Yeah. This again. Just remember, if a place is 60% off, there might be a reason why. Yeah. There you go. The bed was okay, you know. The bed was okay. Hot tub, not okay. Nope, they told us. They're like, yeah, it's disgusting. You're not going to want to go in there. We locked it up. We're draining it. Like, I want to go in the goddamn hot tub. Like, just, just a little bit. Probably a blessing in disguise. Who knows what sort of skin disease we may have picked up if we had gone in. To the hot tub. <laughs> anyway, we, we, uh, you know, we finished it off yesterday. And another thing that I mentioned earlier about how things are closed on Mondays, our favorite apres spot, Sushi Yoshi, closed on Mondays. Never was. It used to be open Mondays. COVID, staffing. I don't know. But they were closed, which was a bit of a bummer. But I said, to, you know, we said to ourselves, you know what? That's okay. I'm just going to... We're going to find a way. We're going to take our time. We did go to Foundry for dinner, which is kind of like something we always do. It's almost like a staple of our trip is to go to Foundry one night. Like that place, I think it's probably my favorite classy place at Killington. Yeah. Well, the food's great. The atmosphere is nice. It's quiet. But, you know, they also have live music. The band was uh, awesome. Yeah, we went in there and had some goobase smashes and... We had a coupe smash. Well, you and I had, yeah, we each one had each. one. We each had one. After, that was our after dinner. That was our dessert. And if you don't know what a, if you don't know what a coupe smash, well, we had a drink with dinner. Yeah, and we that had. was our dessert. Now, as your dad said about coupe smashes, they're like women's breasts. One is not enough, and three is too many. <laughs> one was enough. <laughs> well, one was enough because we each had drinks before. Now, Andrea, how does one make a goombay smash? Are you okay. going to pull up the recipe? I'm, I'm pulling it up. Uh, so, it's originally from the Bahamas. But in the 1980s and 90s, there were more goom- There was more goombay smash is drunk in Killington than anywhere else in the world, apparently. <laughs> According to goombaysmashfacts.com, which... Yes. I don't know. Is that a website? Maybe it is. I don't know. It, it's... There's a bunch of websites that um, that have recipes for it. Let's see. Okay, so this particular one says Jamaican-aged blended rum, coconut rum liqueur, uh, apricot liqueur, pineapple juice, orange juice, lime juice, and bitters. Oh, that's a fancy recipe. Maybe. Okay, so that's there's a, a couple. There's a couple different recipes. So basically... Orange juice, pineapple juice, and a couple rums, and a little peach or apricot liqueur. This is an epicurious one. Which oh. I, I tend to like those recipes. Uh, let's see. So it's got this has six tablespoons pineapple juice. Who is measuring uh, six tablespoons of pineapple juice? Listen, that's what that's what the recipe says. Screenshot this. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> Light rum, gold rum, dark rum, pineapple wedges, orange slices, Malibu rum, and orange juice. So it's... I think this is kind of more like the one we had. Yeah. Now, you may say, that sounds really fruity. Well, it is. But it is also extremely delicious. And like, (laughs) for whatever reason, Killington is one of those places that has a, a mystique, a legend, a lore, a history. It was the number one drink, or like the the most consumed. Killington consumed the most goombay smashes. For some reason, it became a big thing up there. I have no idea why. Maybe we should research that a little bit more. But in the 80s and 90s, it was such a big thing. And a lot of places still have them. And they are really, really good. They are dangerously good. Yeah. If you have a couple of them, you're, it's, you don't even realize. Like, if you're sitting down and you have two of them, they're going to stand up and be like, whoa, what is going on here? <laughs> and if you do have a cold, which I seem to be coming down with. Yeah, you definitely do. You're getting vitamin C with the orange juice and the pineapple juice. So it's actually quite medicinal. And the rum will kill a lot of stuff. So <laughs> medicinal. Goombay smash. There you go. We had those. And one thing we didn't talk about, we uh, we raced up on Sunday 
and again, we talked about how Foundry is our place we go every every time. It's sort of like our, our staple, our linchpin. It's like our grown-up place to go. We always like to try a new place, too, or somewhere we haven't gone in a while. So luckily, because things are closed on Mondays up at Killington, there was a spot we, we needed to get to by 7 o'clock on Sunday, and on our drive up, there were two accidents on the throughway. Route 87 that goes up through New York that we had to take to get here. That delayed us, but not enough. Thank goodness. We got there at 6.30. Hops on the hill. That place has been around for probably at least four or five years at this point. And everyone I've, I've talked to is like, oh, you gotta go to Hops on the Hill. It's, it's awesome. So we, we got there. And we got there late, so 6.30, like I said, and they had a limited bar, bar pub menu. menu yeah. The pub menu, yeah. Which, you know, after a five-hour drive, you're just like, I just want a beer okay. and a burger. And it just was, like, exactly what we needed. Beer selections were tremendous. They had solid beers on draft, tons of great cans. So I had, um, it was a zero-gravity duck duck goose which was, because I asked the guy, the, um, our waiter, I'm like, what do you recommend IPA-wise? And he's like, this is my favorite one. You can only get it here or at Zero Gravity. That was it. And it was nice. And again, you know, like I mentioned, New England IPA is stuff that I like. A little bit a little bit fruity. Not not too um, West Coasty, extra bitter. It was delicious. Burger was solid. You know, it, it checked a lot of boxes for what you needed. And you liked, you, you know, same thing, right? Burger, salad. It was good. Yeah. You liked yours. Then I got the breakfast style. What did the I get? Maple breakfast style. Yeah. Salad. It was good. 14 star. Yeah, it was good. That's another Vermont beer. That's, that was a really good one. Yeah. So, yeah, something new, something old. <laughs> Not bar to blue, though. Not bar to blue. No. So, to, uh, Great skiing, great beers. So the final thing we'll talk about was the village conversation. So with this whole ski Vermont in association with Killington event today, they asked us, what are some of the things you know, you'd like to know about or you want the, the folks at Killington to tell you about? And they said the overwhelming majority of people were curious about the village because if you're following the news and you listened to our podcast last week, we did kind of bring up that they, the town just approved the expansion of the access road, the, the new water pipes that they have to put in to make this happen. So this process is finally a go, which, you know, again, mentioned back in the 60s, seriously mentioned again in, uh, I guess, around 2018, they brought in this this company, this uh, Great Gulf. Yes. And it is officially in progress now. Going to start building in a year. The goal is next fall, so fall of 2024, to, yeah. to break ground. And what they had again, Mike Solomano, who's the uh, the head of Killington, as well as um, Michael Snate, uh, Snate, Snate, or Snate, is from uh, Great Golf. And they were kind of laying out a bit of the details. And it was cool because they had a whole Q&A too, so we could ask questions about you know, thought processes and what's going on. So if you know Killington all, the, um, the snowshed area, that's all going to get kind of knocked down. They're knocking down snowshed, the lodge. They're knocking down Ramshead Lodge. They're going to build the village down in that area. They're going to build two new lodges. And the road that separates the two, there's a tunnel that goes underneath. Everything is going to be flat and connected via a, uh, a tunnel. Like the, the two lodges are going to be connected by tunnel. And the road is actually going to go under the ski connection. There's going to be skiing on top of the road. The road's going to go down. They're going to bring the, the skiing train up. It's a little strange, but they're going to be like changing the whole geography of of that area to accommodate this village. Topography, and topography, topography. Not yeah. geology. Geology would be really you weird. You said geography. Geography. <laughs> topography. I think, I, I 
think when it comes to like height, you know, topography, I think that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Topo map, yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, that's why you're here. <laughs> now they did say this whole project is going to take 20 years. Like the whole whole vision. But also, they said it involves changing the K1 lodge, which just got finished. So they have like a very long-term plan for this. But phase one, they said, which is, they didn't give a date for when they want to have it officially open. They're saying 196 new condos and 32 single-family homes by the Ramshead side of the lodge over there. The goal, they said, uh, in terms of, again, it's going to be mixed retail and restaurants, condos. They traveled around. They looked at a lot of the different examples that, that work and don't work. They, they certainly trashed another local Vermont resort that has a village. Stratton. <laughs> yeah, just say it. They, they were sort of trashing Stratton. Because Intrawest built that village, and Intrawest built the Whistler Black Home Village, and I guess Intrawest, did they own Killington? They might have owned Killington. I forget sure. exactly. Forget what he said. Uh, Trump Lawn. They were modeling it after Trump Lawn. That was actually, that's one of the examples, yeah, that, that they kind of got out of them, is that they were modeling it after Trump Lawn. Which, if you've been there, you kind of can park your car, walk around, not need it until you leave again, which is what they're trying to do. They're going to have underground parking. I think for every every unit that they're going to put up, they're going to have underground parking. They're talking about putting another hotel in, sort of where the, the water for snowmaking is. What's the... So then they said, what was it? 1,000 or 10,000? Crap. What was the figure in terms of the amount of retail? Number of square footage. Oh, oh, oh. Um, it's 1,100 square feet of retail. Oh, I think it was like more than that. It was 000? like 100,000 something. 100,000? Maybe it was 110,000. Because they said, what did they say? Trump Lawn was like 85 or 90,000 square feet of retail. They're looking to do like 110. Yeah, yeah. So a little bigger than what Trump Lawn has. And again, they, one of the big things they were focusing on, too, is that they didn't want a lot of this stuff to compete with stuff on the access room. That was a big thing. They wanted to complement it and be new different. So they don't want to you know, shut everybody down on the access room. That, that was a big thing. And surprisingly, they said with the vote for, for going ahead with the water, which would allow the building of the village, they said they got 70% approval. 75 75% yeah. approval yeah. from the town that voted on it. And the joke was, they said, no matter what they propose in Killington, you always get 50% of people who vote no against it. So to get this much of an approval was, was pretty was big, impressive. Yeah. But the good thing about um, all this going up is that they said the ski terrain will not change, or if it if it does, they'll make it better. They'll open up another trail or two, and parking will only get better because for every space that they're that they're losing um, with the losing, they have you know they're earmarking more spaces to be created. So that was one of the uh, stipulations that I think Killington said the town. I think the one. town, yes, said that. They had to create a spot for everyone that they would take. So, yeah, yeah it's crazy because they're actually going to change Killington the access road as well as East Mountain. So that area that the road they take to come up from Sky Peak that wraps around the hotel, that's going to change too. So this is the, this is a major, crazy project. They said that this could be a billion dollar project, which is crazy, but is it one of the things that's been holding this up again? Is the financing and uh, to get this this water line put in because you got to tear up the whole access or get this water line put in? 
you pull up that, what that thing is called, they got a special financing uh, program that they were working with the state of Vermont. That FI, is FIC? T-I-F. T-I-F. Tax Increment Financing. Tax Increment Financing. So what this allows is it gives them kind of like an upfront loan. Because the whole big thing is, is when you build all of this new stuff, condos, retail, the, the, the eventual goal is you're going to make more money. You're going to have more tax revenue that's going to come to the town, to the state, to the resort. What this TIF, tax increment funding does, financing, kind of gives you some money up front with the thought of, hey, we have this now, but what we're going to build you is going to get you that money in the future. So this is the first ski resort that's going to do this. They do this with other building projects, you know, bridges and infrastructure updates. But this is the first one that's doing for the ski resort because they need to do this. Because it's a whole like chicken and egg thing. It's like, we can't do the village, so we get the water. We need the water to the village. So how are we going to do this? So they came up with this plan, which is good in a way because I think with this, there's, there's certain deadlines that things have to get done and completed by, which will hopefully force this to be on uh, on a stricter timeline and actually get done. And look at that K1 Lodge. They got that up. I don't think it so was. Fast. They got it up pretty fast considering yeah. it was like right in the middle of the pandemic and things were a little weird at certain times. So this is big news. This is, this is going to totally morph what Killington is for good or bad. But it's definitely going to change it. And, you know, a lot of the focus, too, is to make sure they have four seasons events. Is that their mountain biking? They, uh, what do they have? 2,000 visits like 10 years ago or so? And they have like 52,000 now? Something like that. Yeah, they, they said they want to get it up to 100. They really want to, you know, build out their, their mountain biking operations. There was potentially talk, maybe perhaps down the road, of a water park or, or some. Entertainment. Oh, well, I think I think they just said nothing is off the table. An activity center. Yeah. Because this guy from Great Gulf, his thing, and they've done a couple different resorts up in Canada, and they've done the research across you know all the country, what works, what doesn't work, and one of the things they talked about is you know the the resort in Canada. I guess it's Blue Mountain and Horseshoe. I think were the two they did, but they said that. The, the thing you need to do to keep in four seasons, to keep the village active and vibrant, is you have to have something every week, some sort of event. So they're like, oh yeah, one week they do like Elvis Fest. And like all these Elvis impersonators from all over the world come. I mean, it's something like that every week anyways. So. Every week. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be, I mean, is it going to be better for skiers? I, I think that all is a TBD at this point. This, there will be a lot more ski in and ski out with this village. So the condos, the houses, it's going gonna, it's gonna to afford that opportunity, which will be really nice because, you know, that's... Ski in and ski out doesn't suck, let's be honest. It's usually uh, super pricey, but it's, uh, it is awesome when you can do it. The, the way that Mike Salamato kind of put it was... Killington is not, you know, your typical sleepy Vermont resort. Like, you come to Killington, and it's kind of weird if it's empty, right? Like, it's so big, and, you know, he's like, that's kind of what we're going for. The goal is to make it not busy, like, not busy all the time, but action-packed is what he said. Like, you want to, you want, you know, you want to be where the action is, come to Killington. Like, it's not going to be like that quiet, sleepy little town anymore. It's not magic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much the opposite of magic. But it was cool seeing all the that info. And I guess what's the final total going to be? 2,000 units they're going to build out? Yeah. 2,000 units. What does that mean for the folks who own condos, residences in on the access road in Killington now? Oh, yeah. TBD could be great because it'll offer people, if they want to rent it out or sell it, it may offer cheaper 
opportunities than what's going to be at the new village because the village, the village is not going to be cheap. That's for sure. Because they and this is a billion dollar price tag they said on this project, roughly over how many years? And it's the, the full plan is over twenty years to get it completely built out. Again, there's a lot of questions, and I don't think any of them can be answered right now. It sort of has to go through the motions to see how it plays out. Can Killington even expand anymore? Is it even possible? Is I don't know if they can add more terrain. If it's the, the Forest Service kind of is uh, is capping them, if they could cut new trails. Again, all things we're going to wait and see. But everyone seemed really positive about it. Both, uh, you know, Mike and Michael from Killington and from Great Gulf, the people voting on it, that's a good thing. Um, they've done a lot of stuff right at Killington. I mean, whether you, I mean, everyone loves the old school rustic feel of things, and sometimes change is awkward and people don't like it, but on the whole, if you look at Killington over the last 10 to 15 years, they've done a lot of stuff right. Will this continue with this decision? We'll have to see. But they're getting everybody on board, and it seems exciting. Yeah. So we'll wait and see. Yes, we'll see. Breaking ground next next year, like they said. And I think if you want to start dropping a little bit of coin and putting a good faith deposit down on a property, I think they said they're going to start that in the fall of 2023. That's what Mike said, yeah. So you, want to, you got a little little uh, cash money sitting around. Cool, let's be honest. To get in on the ground floor at a ski resort village, long term, you're probably not going to lose money. I think anyone who bought a unit in Whistler and they built that village has lost money? Doubtful. I think anyone who bought a place in Stowe they built a village lost money? Also doubtful. What do I know? I'm not a financial expert. This is not financial advice. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're looking long term, you could probably do worse. Like buying freaking Dogecoin or something. <laughs> so that's about all we got. And one other cool thing that I just forgot about, just remembered it, regarding the snowmaking. So when we were there, like I said, yesterday, Monday, they were blowing tons of snow on Superstar, the glacier. It's looking nice and Nice and jacked up for the, the rest of the spring. Today was the last day that they could blow snow. And I think it was because they have some sort of agreement with the park, either the National Park or the state of Vermont, that they can only blow snow until the first day of spring. Today, one of the employees, one of the snowmakers, it was like his 45th year, and he's going to retire at the end of this season. And he was able to shut down the last snow gun for this season. That was actually a really cool gesture. So we were we saw that um, from a distance because they had the snow guns running this morning and they shut it down. So almost like a 21-gun salute in reverse. <laughs> so, yeah, spring, last day of snowmaking. Luckily, the conditions were good enough the last two days that were, they were able to do it because, you know, we've all, we all remember those 60-degree... Mid-March days that we get sometimes, some seasons. But this year, it, it worked out all right. So Miracle March, being rich, our prayers, you're welcome. Great day the last couple days. Village approved. Lots happening in Killington. It is a uh, World Cup still going to be there next year. So a lot going on. Very exciting. Ski Vermont was an amazing host. Great people over there, too. Anything else that we missed that we need to add? I don't think so. We covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. And actually, uh, we're almost, not quite almost home, but uh, it helps kill a little time on the drive home, right? Oh, yeah. Another hour and a half. Yeah, we'll be there soon. Help keep us awake, too. So, hope you guys enjoyed that. Andrea, thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure, darling. <laughs> we're going to have another episode coming up soon regarding Killington and kind of the yin and the yang, which I think will be a fun episode, too. Talking about doing it as a family, going up as a couple. So many different adventures can be had up at Killington. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you.
We hope you enjoyed that. If you want more information, we'll have some links in the show notes at skiponpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. Next episode, we'll have Mario back. We'll get back to the, the, the normal way of doing things. We've got a couple of fun new interviews also lined up over the next few weeks that we think you're going to enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out, skibumpodcast.com. We're on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, untapped at Podcast. Send us an email, skibumpodcast at gmail.com. Sponsor us, support us, help us out. Patreon.com slash skibumpodcast. Thank you to Teresia. T-E-R-R-A-C-E-A.com. Teresia, go there. Use the code TeresiaBum for 15% off. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. See ya.